The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. Welcome to the moms and the dads and the kids listening. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms. And I really do hope you had a very encouraging Mother's Day. But if it was tough, I hope you've gotten past it and are doing well. I want to remind you that we focus on the huge importance of mothers and how important it is that you're raising up that next generation. And that includes education. Since a lot of you are homeschooling these days, both the original homeschoolers and the ones who are new to the game, we're going to help you with that education thing. We are rebooting our education series today, looking at what kind of schooling works best for your children. We've got a ton of research and tips on the pluses and minuses of all of the different types of schools that you can put your kids into uh, before college or career. And we are going to have some fabulous guests on who are known as America's College Advisors. And also the winner of our Mother's Day gift basket. We'll have all that coming up right after 60 seconds to hear from our amazing Channel Mom sponsors. The Life Center in Littleton is here for you. Whether you or someone you know needs help with groceries, GED prep, finding community, or figuring out what faith in Jesus really means, the Life Center wants to help. Located just south of downtown Littleton, we exist to offer our community practical help and lasting hope. Find out more at lifecenterlittleton.org. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. (laughs) I broadcast at home these days, so I'm forever messing with the the mic in my little quote-unquote radio studio. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. I do want to let you know a special announcement. The folks at Life Center Littleton want you to know that, especially in these times, they want to be able to help. So they have a food bank open for anybody in Denver that might need some extra groceries for free on Tuesday nights from 4 30 to 6. Tuesday nights from 4 30 to 6, their food bank is open and you can find them at lifecenterlittleton.org. Also, some fabulous business to get to. We gave away a giant Mother's Day gift basket with some help from our friends from Mops and Lemongrass Spa and uh, Monet Massage Therapy. There's a lot of pampering involved in this gift basket. And the winner was Christy Shad. And this is her reaction when I called her earlier today. This is Christy. Yes. Did she tell you? Yes. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> so did, you won the whole big basket. 
Yeah, she was thrilled and uh, it was really fun. Her daughter had told her. That's why I said, did she tell you? Because her daughter nominated and her told her. But uh, here's the good news. We've got runners up as well. And they get some pretty cool gifts too. Hardcover books, uh, CD. uh, One of the books is by John Eldridge. And uh, also some uh, Channel Mom t-shirts were given away and some bling. Those runners up are Aaron, Lois, Bree, and Nara. And we'll be calling them later to let them know. All right. So as I said, we're resuming our series on education today. Okay, so there's my little music. I insisted on having Richard put that in because we needed some kind of theme music for this series. It is our education series entitled, What Kind of School Works Best for Your Kids? This week and next, we're gonna hear from the folks known as America's College Advisors. They're the authors of College Secrets of Highly Successful People, Keys to Launching a Great Life. Lindy and Tom Schneider, I forgot to ask them if it's Schneider or Snyder, but they can uh, correct me when they come on. They have studied which education choices work best to make kids successful in life. They've been featured on ABC, Fox, CBS, and NBC, and today they are here to help you make the best school choice for your child. Welcome to Channel Mom, Tom and Lindy. Glad to be here, and it is Schneider. Mm. <laughs> Okay, good. Good to know. Uh, I probably don't need to use it for the rest of the show, but thank you for clarifying. All right. So I want to I want to remind people that uh, the first two weeks of our series, which kind of started before COVID and then we took a break because of COVID and now we're kind of relaunching. And when we put it on podcast, they'll all run back to back. So you can check out the whole series on our podcast once it's over on radio. Just go to channelmom.com and look up the podcast. But We looked at homeschooling. We looked at public schools already. Those were our first two segments. We looked at the pros and the cons and discovered some of the benefits of each of those, homeschooling and public schooling, and some of the uh, things that their detractors say are not so good about them. So today we're going to move to private and charter schools. Uh, And here's the thing. I've been looking at studies about the differences between public, charter, and private schools. And I imagine that most people would guess that private and charter schools are almost always better in terms of the education that they offer, better than public schools. But studies don't necessarily bear that out. Now, I know all studies have biases, but I'm just saying that some very large studies have... uh, produce some interesting results. They suggest that private and charter school students do no better than public school students in testing when you factor in household income. In other words, kids who struggle with poverty tend to get low scores, whether they're at a charter school, a private school, or a public school. Now, I want to say there are always kids who buck those trends. So it's not a rule that all kids who struggle with low income or poverty don't do well on testing. Some certainly rise above and do. But kids from higher income households often tend to do a little bit better in school. However, again, that's not a rule either. The higher income kids don't always uh, do better. But as a rule, you know, kind of a general rule, they have discovered that um, kids who struggle with uh, lower income and and maybe uh, broken homes and things like that, they tend to do less well on testing no matter what kind of school they go to, private, public, charter, and so on. So Tom and Lindy... You guys are the experts. Tom, can you can you just let us know, based on your research, is there a difference in educational outcomes among public and charter and private and homeschooling? Um, there is and there isn't is the, okay. is the answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> charter schools have uh, about 7 to 10% higher graduation rates than public schools. Uh, they're somewhat similar to private schools. Private schools have the highest. Um, mm-hmm. 
college enrollments are about 10 to 11 percent higher in charter schools than district-run schools, and there's higher persistence rates, meaning that they they stay in college longer. There's less dropouts, college dropouts from the charter school students. Having said that, um, income is very definitely uh, an impact in the reason why uh, private schools in particular uh, score higher on test scores. The interesting thing that we found out about charter schools is that the um, when charter schools have more than 75% of their students eligible for free or reduced price lunch, they actually do as well or better than public schools do, and they have far more of those uh, low-income students. So it kind mm -hmm. of refutes the claim that charter schools only get the better students from higher-income households. Okay. But private schools do tend to, obviously, because you've got to pay for it. Absolutely. Unless you get, private schools do tend to be higher income households. And in talking 100%. with our, our first guest, Sam Sorbo, who talked about homeschooling, I, I suggested to her that research suggests that homeschoolers tend to come from intact families, higher income households. They've learned to read earlier. They have more parent involvement. involvement. So they do better uh, in the homeschool environment because of those other factors, not because of homeschooling. So I made the point if you send a kid to public school who has all those same factors, higher income, an intact family, they learn to read younger, they're going to do just as well as a homeschooler because of their environment, not because of the homeschooling or the public schooling and so on. And so I, I just want people to understand that often it has to do with what's going on in the home more than it has to do with the type of schooling. However, you made some great differentiations. They're more likely to graduate if it's charter or private. They're more likely to succeed in college if it's charter or private. But Lindy, you make a point that, again, no matter what kind of school a child attends, it's the mom who can make the difference in the child's success. Oh, it really is. And Jenny, I love the fact that you talked about the parent involvement. That is so, so critical. I, I like to think about Steven Spielberg. As you know, he's been called the greatest movie director that has ever lived. Mm -hmm. And when you get a chance to talk to him, he doesn't talk about what school he went to. He talks about what his mom did, and he can talk a lot about her. For one, for one thing, what she did, she, uh, one of the things that she did is that when he was wanting to create a movie, uh, just as a kid, and it was just a hobby at that time, she, he needed fake blood, so she boiled cherries until they burst. And, and just got to the right consistency. And she said for years she had this sticky residue in the cracks of her cabinets from those burst cherries. But she was doing that to inspire him and to help him. So yeah. basically what I would say, moms need to give their kids that love of learning, the courage to try anything, even if it's making your first home movie, and make sure that they have what they need. So if they need fake blood, figure out a way to make it. <laughs> right, right, right. And that shows Stephen that his mother was resourceful and industrious and, and wanting to help no matter what and, and support her son. And and I, I just want you to expand for a moment, Lindy, and then I want to get back to Tom with some more uh, you know research-based questions. Does, what would you say to the mom who, who is worried these days while she's homeschooling that maybe she's inadequate um, or she doesn't know whether she should send her, back, her child back to a public school or maybe she can no longer afford a private school, whatever it is, what would you tell her about the influence and the impact she can have on her child's successful education no matter where she sends her, her child to school? 
Absolutely. Okay. Well, and and the fact of the matter is, it, the moms just need to be involved um, if if it's and to follow the interest of their child. So, if they're interested in baseball, find those books at the library that have that topic of baseball, or uh-huh. take them to a museum if they're interested in dinosaurs. Whatever it is to to inspire that love of learning, it doesn't matter where they go to school, but but. They must be involved. You can go to the best school. You can send your child to the best school on the planet. But when the parent is not involved and not excited about what they're doing, it's not going to help. We've already covered um, homeschools and public schools. We are now today looking at private and charter. But but now's the time I'm going to kind of have you weigh in for a few minutes. And I know you also have a handout that you want to be able to make available to all the parents to help them make these decisions. At the end of the show, you're going to get to that. But you've worked in in many of these environments. In public school, you created an alternative education program within a public school. You and Lindy have done homeschooling, and you've also worked, was it in a charter or private? Um, We've kind of run the spectrum here. We've had our kids homeschooled. uh, Some of them went to a private school for a while. They all went to public high schools. Some went to private colleges. Some went to public colleges. So uh, we've kind of run the gamut, and, and as college advisors, we've worked in uh, both professional and uh, traditional college settings. Right. So we kind of spread the, uh, run the gamut of, of all of those experiential options. Okay, so you bring this breadth of educational experience to the table. And I just so badly want you to be able to share that that breadth of knowledge with our moms and, and some dads today too, because uh, here I sit, and my husband, I make no bones about it, uh, works in public schooling. And uh, he's an administrator, and he has also been a teacher. And I have a ton of friends who homeschool because they feel strongly about giving their kids a home-grounded uh, moral um, you know, education. And uh, I have a, a number of friends who send their kids to private school. So I don't want to come at this with, with biases. And I also don't want the precious mom who uh, is struggling, maybe a single mom or something that is struggling with household income to think that, you know, I'm saying that automatically any child who has a lower income is not going to do well in school. That's just not true. But, but we've been referring to some of the research that says um, that there aren't necessarily huge differences between any of the types of schooling. It depends more on what kind of an education and family background and mom involvement and those kind of things. Those are factors. But as we look at your breadth of experience, can you speak to the, the pluses and minuses, since we're looking at private and charter schooling today, can you talk about the pluses and minuses of those two kinds of education? Sure. Um, we, as I said, we've we have done uh, homeschooling, private school, uh, public school. We've worked. With, our kids have gone to private colleges, public colleges. So we kind of run the spectrum there. So uh, we have a lot of experience all the way. Um, a couple of advantages of charter schools, um, because the one of the advantages of that is that they technically are a public school. They're just a different mechanism in the public school system, and as a result, there's no cost for the parents and the schedules are basically the same as the traditional public school. Um, They have more flexibility, though, in what kind of course offerings and curriculum options they have. So you have the opportunity in a charter school to have specialized schools. So like the STEM school, it focuses on those those four key areas, 
they still have the, the basic foundational things they have to cover that every public or charter school has to cover, but they have the ability to uh, put areas of focus in a different perspective. So if your child has uh, certain talents or interests in a particular area, sometimes you can find a charter school that will uh, be able to give them that extra focus on that, and, and it helps to increase their ability in their careers in the future. And this is an interesting st- statistic. For young adults who have graduated from high school, between the ages of 23 and 25, graduates of charter schools have a 13% higher income compared to traditional high school students. Hmm. It's a weird statistic, and it's only for that little early adulthood, but it's significant, and I think the biggest reason for that is that ability to focus on those particular career paths uh, that are of interest to get more training, more education in there, and more experience while they're still in high school. So they have a little bit more flexible course and curriculum options. They can specialize in certain subjects like uh, STEM courses or the arts or music or drama, but they also uh, have higher persistence rates in college. They tend to drop out of college less than public school students, and they enroll in college more often than public school students. I wonder, Uh, Tom, if it's because they get that individualized encouragement in the areas of their interest. And and so they're just a little bit more likely to to continue applying themselves because that they've been singled out for their areas of interest and that's been encouraged. Do do you follow that theory? I think absolutely. One of the biggest challenges of public schools or any school really is that uh, a lot of kids get bored Uh because it's not meeting their interest level. And if, you, if a child is interested in the subject and engaged in, in it, and some of that has to do with the teacher, whether that's a parent or a professional, they're going to be much more involved in the learning process. So some of it is just making the system fit the child instead of the child trying to be forced into a box of a system. Right. And, and so let's talk about the private school difference, because it sounds like with charter schools, because um, we're bringing in low-income students as well, but then bringing them to their areas of interest and encouraging them in those that they have a little bit more success there. Um, what about private schools? Now, so we're going to assume that, that the great majority of private school students have parents who have higher incomes because they can afford to send them there. But of course, some kids are scholarship. What are the results uh, bearing out with p- private school? Private school is not necessarily better uh, because it's still part of that same structured environment. The biggest challenge with private schools is that you may never get in. Charter schools are a lottery system, so it's still randomized and and they're limited by capacity. But private schools, you have a ton of applications, essays, multiple interviews. Um, The average tuition cost for a private school is $19,100 a year. Um, so there's a lot of hoops to jump through, and if they don't like you, you're not in. You do have the opportunity to have more religious or moral instruction that's that's available in that private school compared to a Christian or, or I mean, compared to a public or charter school. You're paying for that privilege, and it puts a lot of people out of that out of that marketplace either through the filtering process or from financial issues. Well, private schools have the highest uh, outcomes from a test score tan- standpoint, but that's because, again, in most cases, that higher income also inv- in- involves the parents being the most engaged in their kids' education. That's why they're spending an average of $19,000 a year to educate their kids in a private school. Okay. A large percentage of private schools are, are religion-based. 
so they they put their kids in private schools a lot for the for the moral and, and spiritual aspects of that. They tend to have smaller class sizes, uh, but the the biggest challenge is that the private schools can deny admittance to anybody they want to. Fill out a ton of applications, you do a lot of essays, you do a bunch of interviews, and if the school says, well, gee, you know, you don't fit what we want, you don't get in. Also, private schools generally do not have any mechanism uh, or provision for special needs students. And that's a real drawback if you have a special needs child. A private school is really not set up to, to assist a, a special needs student. Yeah, private schools can lack a kind of diversity. And my husband, being a public school administrator, you know, he works in a rural district, and uh, on any given day, uh, he can have upwards of 35 to 38% of his kids on free and reduced lunch. He also de- deals with a lot of special needs kids. I think one thing he feels good about in the public school system, as, as they work very hard to have lower class sizes and to, and to give individualized attention, is that there is that diversity and that there is that attention to all kinds and that they are helping kids that wouldn't get helped by anybody else. And so so I do appreciate that about the public school environment. But if, if you want the very best for your child and you can afford it, I can see why people would choose the private school option. Here's what I want you to get to, because I know you have this wonderful uh, sort of template to help a mom make a decision. Uh, and, and I want you to be able to have the opportunity to go through the, the six tips in, in helping parents um, to, to consider what options are best for their child, because it differs from child to child, and, and, and private school isn't always the best option. Sometimes that public school environment is better for a child. So can you go through those six tips, Tom, please? Sure. Um, first thing, vi- whatever school you're planning on going to or sending your child to, uh, visit the school, talk with the administrators and teachers. Um, one of the things that's very important is that you will, you will be able to discern pretty quickly the attitude of the school, the kind of teachers are going to be in that school based on your conversations with them, whether there's a, a, an agenda-driven school, which some principals will have, and then in other cases, it's a very uh, open school and it's not, not an issue that would conflict with your, with your values. Um, if possible, talk with some of the parents who send their children to that school. Find out what their interests and what their concerns are. Uh, if you're homeschooling, talk to a homeschool organization. Find out what they do, what their requirements are for joining that group. Some of them are, require a certain belief system. Some say you can't have a specific belief system to join. And they have different, different values on how, how regimented they are in their instruction. Fourth, consider the personal, emotional, financial, and time costs of whatever school option you have. All of those factors come into consideration. Uh, so don't take that decision lightly. Five, this involves your child, so have these discussions and discuss those options with your child. They're definitely affected by your choices. If they're not on board, they're not likely to get a positive result from that income, uh, from that outcome that uh, you've chosen for them. And okay, we have about a minute 30 left, so I want you to get to that last point and then tell people how to find you and these tips because you're going to give them these tips uh, over over email or something. Yes. Realize that the family factors determine the child's performance more than anything else. So make sure that you're involved with your kids regardless of what you do from an education standpoint. And you have those six tips that are are downloadable? uh, We have an education options checklist, and I'll add those uh, to that. Uh, So what we'll have is it gives you the pluses and minuses, advantages and disadvantages of all the different education options. 
So there's two ways you can get that. Uh, you can go to tinyurl.com forward slash options in ed. Okay. Or you can email us at edoptions at America's College Advisors, that's ORS.com. Either way, we'll be able to get that information to you. Again, tinyurl.com forward slash options in ed, or email us at edoptions at America's College Advisors.com. And Tom and Lindy, the authors of College Secrets of Highly Successful People, we're going to have you back next week to talk about those college secrets and how to prepare your child for a successful life. And uh, you'll be able to tell them again how to find your information and your tips and so on so people can do that. Thank you so much for being on Channel Mom today. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. For moms who've tuned in, there's a lot of information. And I'm sorry if I repeated some of that information. But here's the bottom line. Your involvement is what matters most, no matter what option you choose for your child. So, and, and, and no matter what income level you're at, and no matter what kind of a household you have, in the end, it's a mom's involvement that can make their child more successful. So please know that. And that gets me to the part uh, near the end of the show where I always thank you for all that you do, even if the rest of the world forgets to thank you and appreciate Appreciate all that you're doing to raise your babies well. The whole world counts on you to invest in your child and raise them to be people who contribute to our world and make it a better place. So thank you, moms, for all you do. God bless you for that. Uh, please remember to go to channelmom.com and uh, get ministered to by our various outreaches or volunteer with us or pray for us or give to us. We'd be very appreciative of that. Thank you so much. I hope you had a beautiful Mother's Day. Thanks for tuning in today. God bless you. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.